welcome to the Equipus Church Surrey podcast. We hope today's message encourages and inspires you. How about lifting your hands to heaven this morning? Father, we love you so much. We just want to express our love for you today. You love us. And as a response, we love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, you're coming again. We thank you, Father, that our future in you is secure. So today, God, we celebrate. Lord, we might not always like what we see in the world. We read the news headlines even last night. God, we hear things that disturb us. But God, we're just so grateful that God, we know that you have us. You surround us. And so we just invite you, Holy Spirit, continue to do your work this morning. Continue to do your work in each and every one of our lives. We just bless you this morning. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Amen. Come on, give God your best praise this morning if you would. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Thank you, guys. That's so good. All right. Amazing. I'm in my happy place right now. If you're not happy right now, I don't know what is wrong with you. It's like this is what heaven is going to be like. Amen. So, uh, fantastic. Well, listen, uh, Impact Offering Sunday, and I've um, got 20 minutes to preach you this morning, so I'm not going to be long, I promise. And uh, you're allowed to wrestle uh, with your notepad and your pen and your pledge form and get ready if you haven't done so already. But um, I want to take us back to the start of the year. I want us to take us, uh, to take us back to our theme scripture for the year, uh, Ezekiel chapter 47, the, the theme for this year, and it's the theme of our impact offering this year is step into the flow. Everyone say step into the flow. That, one, that was like 10% of you. Everyone say step into the flow. And I want to talk to you about how to step into the flow this morning, how to step into the flow. And uh, if you're not familiar with Ezekiel 47, it's an amazing passage of Scripture that paints a picture of what God is doing on the earth. And uh, the man of this kind of angel comes and takes Ezekiel and he takes him on a journey. He starts him at the door of the temple and there, there is this little tiny stream of water. But he takes him on this journey uh, from going uh, knee deep or ankle deep in the water through to knee deep. Then he takes him from knee deep to waist deep. Then he takes him from waist deep to shoulder deep. And then he takes him to the point where he can't stand any longer. And now he's swimming in the river that is called the healing river. Can I get an amen? Amen. Here's what it says in verse six. So he asked me, have you been watching son of man? And then he led me back along the riverbank. I love that thought that sometimes we've got to actually revisit what we've been doing to appreciate what has been happening. And Impact Offering has just really been about taking a moment to revisit what God has been doing in the last 12 months. Uh, Revisiting the trees of life that has been popping up all over the place as a result of your giving and my giving and joining and partnering with people around the world. It says, when I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. And he said to me, this river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. And the waters of the stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. 
There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. How cool is that? And fish will abound in the Dead Sea and its waters will become fresh and life will flourish wherever the water flows. And I love that. That's the picture of what God is doing on the earth. When, when His river is flowing, wherever it goes, it brings life. It brings transformation. It turns dead things into living things. It turns places that were desolate and had no ability to sustain life into a place where life can flourish again. I don't know if you were here last Sunday. We had an amazing 5 p.m. last Sunday. Uh, eight people getting baptised. And um, just the testimonies. I don't know if you heard Johnny's testimony last week. Lost, abandoned, thrown down to the worst part of his life. But when he encountered God, fresh life came into his body. Fresh life came into his world. And that's what the, that's what the river does. And impact offering, let me just say this. Impact offering to me is not about how can we raise the biggest offering we possibly can. It's really not. Somebody said to me, what's your number? What's your number this, this year, Mark? What are you going for? And the truth is, I don't, I'm not going for anything. Here, here, here's what I'm going for. I'm going for as many people getting into the river and engaging in what God is doing as possible. That's what I wanna see. Amen. If we get a great number, we'll praise the Lord. And by the way, I should say, uh, prior to this Sunday, uh, as elders and as pastors and as staff team, uh, we come together and we pledge ahead of this Sunday because we, we don't, we don't want to ask you to pledge having not pledged ourselves. But um, just to let you know, we've actually already pledged uh, over 90,000 pounds just between our team. So we just want you to know we're leading the way. We, we believe in what we're doing. We believe in it. But the number is less of interest to me and it's more, um, is anyone new gonna get in the water this year? Is anyone new gonna get into the river of life that is what God is doing on the face of the planet? And I celebrate more, uh, lots of people getting involved than just one or two people giving a great big offering. In fact, this year uh, over in kids ministry, this is so cool, the kids ministry have their own impact offering this year. And I know last Sunday, I can only talk for my kids, but last Sunday, not all of them, but some of them came home and they got their pledge form out and they got their piggy banks or whatever they call it, I don't know. And, 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 they, and they, you know, some of them just dumped it all in, everything they had and others thought about what they're giving. I celebrate that. When kids are saying, man, I wanna be involved in what God is doing. I'm not gonna leave it just to the adults because the kingdom is for everyone, amen. And, and so that's what I'm really celebrating this year, us getting further into the flow of what God is doing. So a couple of thoughts this morning in the time that I have. How do you get into the flow? Uh, maybe you've been thinking about that. Maybe you've been thinking about the theme for the year and, and you've been asking yourself the question, how do I get deeper into the flow of what God is doing? Because God wants to take you deeper, by the way. He, he, he took the man, uh, he took Ezekiel from ankle deep all the way till he was over his head. Like, like ankle deep is okay, but we're not meant to start, we're not meant to stay there. We're, we're, we're meant to get deeper as we go on our Christian journey. But here's the first thing. Number one, how do we get deeper or how do we get um, further into the flow of God? And it's really simple. Number one is you've got to push away from the banks. You've got to push away from the banks. Um, how many of you remember learning to swim? Anyone remember learning to swim? Man, I remember it. I kind of learned a little bit later in life, so it was a little bit more embarrassing. 
Like I wish I learned as a four-year-old, five-year-old, but I didn't. I learned as like a 12-year-old. It's really embarrassing going to school when all your friends can swim and you're learning how to swim as a 12-year-old. But anyway, maybe you're a parent and you, you've been teaching your kids how to swim. How many of you know when you learn how to swim, you do not wanna go far from the side of the pool? You don't wanna let go of the side of the pool. Why? It's your place of comfort. It's your place of security. It's your place if it goes wrong, I can grab on and I'll be okay. So like you don't wanna let go. I mean, even when you learn to swim for a while, you, you wanna stay close to the side, don't you? You think I can do this, but I'm not going far, far. I'm gonna stay, if I get into trouble, I'll stay near enough that at any moment I can put my feet down and I can find my security in myself and I'll be okay. Here's the problem, when it comes to God, the way that we go further into the flow of what God is doing is we gotta push away from the banks. The banks represent the place of security. The banks represent the place where you're in control. The banks represent the place where if you don't like what is happening at any time, you can simply put your feet down, push up and you can get out. But you know, God doesn't want you to live there when it comes to your Christian faith. He actually wants to lead you away from the banks of the river and He wants to lead you into the middle of that river that's getting deeper and deeper and faster and faster. Now that might kind of freak you out a little bit this morning. You might say, what? You mean I need to give up control? Yes. I'm always amazed, you know, when I'm in a room and I say, you know, like where are all the control freaks? The control freaks normally love to wave. That's me. I'm the control, that's me, I'm a control freak. I got news for all the control freaks in the room. That is not godly behaviour. Like being a control freak means you're in control, not God's in control. There's nothing wrong with order and there's nothing wrong with organisation and there's nothing wrong with planning. But every now and again, God just wants you to know, he wants him, I think He wants you to let Him know that He's free to take over and do whatever He wants to do. Some of you are smiling, but I can tell. It's like, uh, I think I'll just stay by the bank of the river. But how many of you know the good stuff doesn't happen at the bank of the river? The good stuff happens in the middle. The fruit doesn't grow on the, on the main body of the tree. The fruit grows out on the limbs. If you, if you wanna have a fruitful life, you've gotta climb that tree, but then you've gotta climb out on branches that get ever smaller. And, and look ever scarier. But if you'll go there, you'll find there's great fruit at the end of the branch. But some of us want the fruit, but we don't wanna leave the place of comfort and security. Some of us wanna change the world. Some of us wanna be part of what God is doing on the face of the planet, but we wanna do it while our feet are firmly rooted in the place where we're in control. Amen? But I'm telling you, God's saying, no, no, come on, you gotta push away from the bank. And, and here's the thing, you know, in our humanity, in our, in our kind of, in our, in our natural mind, we understand this. Like, like when we understand that in order to grow and mature, you have to go through times of discomfort. We understand this. Like I remember when it came to leaving home. I remember going to university and, and I remember my mum and dad dropping me off at university. I'm older now and so there were no mobile phones in those days. There was just a pay phone you know, for a hundred people and got dropped off and that was it. See you, mum and dad. And I remember the express feeling of discomfort. Amen? 
But, but I knew if I wanna grow, I've gotta go through it. I can't live at home for the rest of my life. If I wanna mature, if I wanna grow up, I've gotta go through discomfort. When it came to buying a house for the first time, how, how scary is buying a house for the first time? It's like, oh my goodness, I gotta, I'm gonna take on this insane amount of debt and, and, and pray that everything, like there's a, there's a moment as you sign of discomfort. But you, we go through discomfort. What about when it comes to having a baby? And you, you, know, you decide, man, we feel like now is the right time to have a baby. That's like the scariest thing in the whole world, isn't it? Like we barely think we're old enough to look after ourselves, let alone look after anything else. But that's like how we grow. And I wanna say the same is true when it comes to God. God actually wants to take you through some discomfort, take you through what might feel uncomfortable because that is actually how we grow in Him. That is how we get further into the banks of the river, amen? I've had some moments this year where I've had to let go of the side of the river. Anybody have any moments like that this year? I've had some moments where it's like, oh my goodness, I don't really wanna let go, God, but I best I I better had. You know, like when it came to Shack Conference this year, man, like we knew how to do conferences. We knew how to run one for our church. But when it was like, okay, now we're gonna run one for the whole of Europe. Man, I remember holding, like in my heart, I was like, God, I don't know if I wanna let go of the, back, uh, the, the side of the, of the swimming pool. It's like, what if nobody comes? What if all the European pastors say, who are you? We'll do our own one, thank you very much. What if we just like create a huge amount of debt because nobody turned up and came? But then there was a moment that was like, no, 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 if I wanna get into the river, I gotta let go. I, I gotta let go. Same with college this year. And there were some moments where it's like, oh my goodness, God, do we really wanna do this? Don't have a building, don't have any students, don't have a teacher. <laughs> I, think I, just, I think I just like staying beside the banks of the river for a while longer. But how many of you know the good stuff doesn't happen by the banks, the good stuff happens in the middle of the river? Man, I've had some moments, maybe you can reflect on that this year. Maybe you can think about where have you let go where you were previously holding on? And you know, when it comes to our offering this morning, I think there's a couple of ways that we can give it. I think we can give it from the sides of the banks of the river or we could give it by being in the middle of the river. To, to, to give our offering from the sides of the banks of the river means we're giving in complete control. We figured it out, worked it out, n- n- no doubt, no, you know, like it's, it's all gonna work, it's gonna perfectly fit into our annual budget every year. <laughs> and there's no, there's no faith really attached to it. You're in control. And if that's your starting place, amen. But I just pray it's not where we end up. Like, like, get in the river, just start, get in ankle deep. But there comes a point when God says, I don't want you to be ankle deep anymore. I, I actually want you to give from a place where, man, you might even say, God, if you don't show up and help me, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, ooh, I'm out of my comfort zone right now. And I love what the Bible says. The Bible says when we are weak, He is strong. And the reason that God wants us in the middle of the river, He wants us engaging in what He's doing, is He actually wants to show Himself strong on our behalf and learn to trust Him, amen? Amen. So number one, you gotta push away from the side of the river. Here's the second thing. Number two, this is gonna be short and then we're gonna receive our offering and we're gonna pray. Number two is simply this, keep moving. Everybody say, keep moving. 
The, the, the passage of Scripture tells us that Ezekiel entered into the river ankle deep, and it would be a pretty boring story if he stopped there. Like if the story ended ankle deep, and Ezekiel went into the river ankle deep, the end. Be like, wow, thanks for, thanks for that amazing prophetic picture, Ezekiel. But no, it says that, that the angel led him to a place where he was knee deep. And I don't know how long he stayed knee deep for, but it didn't appear to be very long because it wasn't long before he was waist deep. And after a while he was waist deep, he was led a little further until he was chest deep. And he wasn't even a lad. You would think surely he's allowed to remain chest deep. Like surely that's good enough, God. I've come a long way, but, but God says, no, no, I want you all the way in. I want you all the way in. I want you to a place where you're no longer in control. And, and so here's the thing, we've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving. A couple of years ago, um, my swimming was pretty bad. Like I said, I learned to swim late in life and my swimming was pretty bad. And I thought to myself, for the sake of my kids, I should really learn how to swim properly, just in case something ever happens. And um, so I decided the best way that I could do that was sign myself up for a triathlon. Because <laughs> that way, there's no turning back. And so I signed myself up for a triathlon and I, this is honest truth, I could not swim a length of front crawl. I could, don't laugh, Ruth Howe or Shari, whoever just sh Shari shouted me down. I couldn't, I couldn't, I could do breaststroke all day, but I couldn't turn up to a triathlon and do breaststroke. That would just be too embarrassing. And so I decided I'm gonna learn to do front crawl. And so, um, you know, man, I, I, I watched a lot of YouTube. You can learn amazing skills on YouTube, by the way. I'm amazed how much you can learn. I learned a lot on YouTube and I learned a lot on Instagram. And, um, and, and so I'd go down the pool and I'd try it and you know, I'd be the guy spluttering and like nearly dying. Uh, in fact, I invited a couple of people to help me and they just basically laughed at how bad I was. Here's the thing, after a while, I managed to do a whole length. I was like, come on, it didn't look pretty, it wasn't fast, but I did a whole length. And I'm a determined kind of a guy. And so after I did one length, I'm like, I'm gonna get two in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do two. By the end of two, I was so out of breath, I thought I was gonna die. Not because I'm unfit, just because I, I, I couldn't get the whole breathing thing working. But here's the amazing thing, I just kept on going. Kept on going, and two lengths became four lengths. And four lengths became eight lengths. And eight lengths became 16 lengths, and finally I was able to do uh, my first sprint triathlon. Come on. Oh, no, you don't need to clap. No, 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 no. I mean, I wasn't inviting that. I wasn't inviting that. Um, I'm joking. I was. And, um, and then, but then I thought, no, I can't, stay, I can't stay at a sprint triathlon. That's for beginners. I got to do, do the Olympic triathlon. You can't call yourself a triathlete and you do sprint triathlons. You got to do the Olympic triathlon. And so Olympic triathlons meant not in a swimming pool. It meant outdoor in a lake. Have you ever swam in a lake? It's terrifying. You can't see an inch beneath the water. And you swim through the water and there's living things in there. It's all, anyway, anyway, here's the thing, I just kept on going. I kept on going. Now my kids might have laughed at me as I belly flopped in and got shocked by the temperature of the water on the day of the triathlon, but I did it, amen. Here's the thing, when it comes to our Christian life, we understand you've got to persist in uncomfortable situations to get to where we wanna go. The same is true with God. It might be uncomfortable for you right now. You might be sitting in your seat 
squirming and wishing you weren't here because we're talking about giving and we're talking about money. But can I tell you, money and giving are part of the kingdom. We sang about the kingdom a minute ago. It's part of it. And we've actually got to say, you know what? It feels uncomfortable, but I'm gonna keep moving beyond how I'm feeling until I get to the point where I'm not uncomfortable anymore. I'm comfortable. I like this. It's part of what I'm called to do. And then when you get there, guess what? God will say, come a little deeper. (laughs) Come a little deeper. I I wanna take you a little bit more. He wants us to keep going all the way in. All the way in. When I started off on my Christian faith, I said yes to Jesus. But Jesus said, come a little deeper. And then then He said, hey, how about getting baptised? And I got baptised. And then Jesus said, come a little deeper. And then he said, how about getting baptised in the Holy Spirit? And so he baptised me in the Holy Spirit, but he didn't let me sit there for long. And then he said, come a little deeper. And then he encouraged me to say, hey, how about coming and outworking your faith in the context of the local church as a volunteer? He took me a little deeper. And then he taught me what it was to volunteer and he taught me what it was to serve taught me what it was to pray, taught me what it was to give, taught me what it was to take responsibility for the Kingdom of God. And I just wanna say to you this morning, I believe if anything, God's saying, would you just come a little deeper? Would you come a little deeper? Would you push away from the bank and would you keep on moving? Because I promise you, it is in the centre of the river that the greatest fun is had, but the greatest impact is had, amen? So many people, you may have heard this statement before, but many people don't live one year of Christian life. They live one year, just 20 years over. Like you can be a Christian for 20 years, but all you've done is you've lived one year and you've just circled around and around and around. But I believe God wants us to go deeper into the river, amen. He wants us to engage more and more in what He's doing on the face of the planet. So what is Impact Offering really all about? Impact Offering is not about raising the greatest sum of money in the world. And and we'll celebrate whatever comes in today and over the next couple of weeks. But Impact Offering is simply a way to say, hey, do you wanna get involved? Do you wanna engage in what God is doing on the face of the planet? If I could today, and I unfortunately can't, I would love to have a whole bunch of people up on stage to say thank you. To say thank you for your amazing giving over the last year. I shared a little bit at at team night, but we've given to some pretty amazing places. Let me just finish with this, Matthew 25. Matthew 25 verse 35 says this, For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you go hungry or feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the King will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it, to one of the least of these, my brothers and my sisters, you were doing it to me. I just reckon on behalf of a whole bunch of people, I wanna say thank you. Just wanna say thank you. I I wanna say thank you from pastors right around the world that are still in ministry today because we've helped get them to places that kept them encouraged, kept them in the fight, kept them going. 
We've got Ukrainian families today with roofs over their heads, food in their bellies, medicine in their homes because of our giving. We've got people who've been rescued from dire situations in places like the Philippines and again, the Ukraine because of our giving. We've got young people who were suicidal, turned up at St. Peter's Hospital and because of our giving, met by the East to West team and some of the volunteers within this church, a friendly, loving face to help take them through the next stage of their journey. And I reckon if they're here this morning, they'd say thank you. We've got people like Pastor Tico in Fiji who's leading a whole bunch of young people who understand a religious God, but don't understand Jesus. Who he and his wife Shelley are seeing come to the Lord every week in an amazing numbers. Right around the world, we've been part of the river. We've been part of the river and I just wanna say thank you. You don't have to give. There's no obligation to give. I understand that we live in a challenging time and for many of us, we are facing some tough things. But today is simply an invitation, an invitation to come and go further into the river of healing than we've ever gone before, amen. How about standing to your feet? I just love to pray. And then I'm gonna invite the team back and um, we're gonna go out with that amazing song, The Kingdom. I'm gonna give you the opportunity to bring your pledges this morning. If you've got a pledge, maybe you could just hold it in your hand for a moment. Just grab a hold of it if you would. We're just gonna pray. Amen. Husbands and wives, come on, hold hands. You don't have to, you're free to. Come on, in agreement right now, in agreement. Come on, we're agreeing right now over our giving. Heavenly Father, I just thank You this morning for every pledge. I thank You for all that we've been able to achieve and accomplish in the last 12 months. I thank You for the river of God, Father, that has accelerated as we've been part of it, playing our part. I thank You for every person that has given sacrificially, that has said no to something so they can say yes to something else. And I pray that God, the blessing of heaven would fall upon every giver this morning. In fact, I declare it right now, Lord, as we give, whether it's little or whether it's a lot, I declare right now, Lord, Your hand of favour and blessing be upon us, God. This morning, God, as people just step into the river for the first time, ankle deep, bless them, I pray in Jesus' Name. Lord, as people go from ankle to knee, bless them in Jesus' Name. As people get ready to launch out right above their place of comfort, bless them, I pray in Jesus' Name. And I thank You that You're gonna prove Yourself faithful to us in the most amazing ways, in the Name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to connect with Equippers Church, then please visit equippers.co.uk and say hello. And if you enjoyed today's message, you can subscribe and share it with a friend.